Oh, man. I have no idea how to start this. Has it really been that long? It may be. But wait till you hear about all the stuff that's been going on throughout the state. All right, let's get started. This is Josh. And this is Nicole. And you're listening to the Oregon Transition Podcast. Brought to you by the TTAN, the Transition Technical Assistance Network and professionals across the state. We've got you covered from Portland to Ontario, from Hood River to Klamath Falls, from Seaside to Burns, and everywhere in between. I'm here with students from Salem, and they're talking about what kind of job they would want to have. So what kind of job would you want to have? I want to be an auto repair mechanic. Do you have a favorite car you would like to work on? I would like to work on a Camaro, preferably an older Camaro. Very nice. My dream job would be a video game tester. All right, video game tester. An animator. An animator. A graphic novel artist. A graphic novel artist. An organizer. Oh, you should come to my office and help me out. I need it. I like to be a teacher. You want to be a teacher? That's what my job is. That's a great job. What made you want to become a teacher? I like to learn the kids. You like to yeah. you like to be around kids. Yeah. That's why I became a teacher too. You want to be a football coach? Why football coach? Because my friend, my teacher, Mr. Davis, is a varsity uh, offense coordinator, and he's a head coach for JV and assistant coach for uh, freshmen. Right, and you just were telling me how much you like sports, and I think that's that's great. And what's your dream job? Um, my dream job is to become a dog walker for one of my staff in my foster home. Oh, fantastic. Do you have a favorite kind of dog? Um, any kind of dog. Excellent. I love it. Thank you. Those are great uh, dream jobs. I love them. Josh, I'm excited to be back, but I'm more excited to talk about all of those great little interviews that I just heard that you did in Salem, right? That's right. Those interviews took place on a sunny day in October, and it was an event on the steps of the Capitol that was called Prietz on the Capitol. It was National Disability Employment Awareness Month, and we had over 200 students from the Salem-Kaiser School District participate in this event. And as you heard, you just heard those students' dream jobs. And a lot of what we do in the TTAN is get students to, to talk about their dream jobs because when you know their dream job, you can help them figure out why they have that dream. And those skills and those hopes, those are the relatable pieces that you can bring down to find jobs lined with their Preferences, interests, strengths, and needs. That is absolutely right. What was really cool about hearing about their students' dream jobs is that they were basing those, their goals, off of experiences that they had. They, one of the students had a teacher that they liked, and they know that they have experience working with students. One of the students really liked sports and wanted to become a football coach. And they were all based on experiences that they had. Now, our job as transition staff is to try to find an entry-level job that matches those dreams. That's right, Josh. And I believe that some of the students at the Capitol were even able to kind of give you more detail about why they had the dreams that they had. And can you share those job goals with me? Landscaping. Why did you pick landscaping? If I can work on houses. That's fantastic. And what did you share? 
I shared that I would like to do childcare. I like to work with children and infants, preferably babies. Preferably babies. You just shared your preference with me. How about you? I would love to work in storage and warehouses. They have a lovely echo, and I love just organizing stuff. Fantastic. You shared your interest, and you also shared your work, your preference for being in an environment that echoes. I love it. Those are students with great post-school goals. Where do they go from here? Again, Nicole, we don't know these students. But, but from just listening to them, there's, those sound like students who really want to work. And so right now, that could be how they connect with a vocational rehabilitation counselor or youth transition program specialist if their school district has YTP. The students are eligible for developmental disability services or brokerages. It would be contacting their personal agent at a brokerage or services coordinator at developmental disabilities and asking for a VR referral. And VR is vocational rehabilitation. Thanks for the acronym clarification, Josh. So, Nicole, is there any pre-ets that they could do prior to a vocational rehabilitation referral? Absolutely. If your student isn't quite sure if they're ready to work or if they're not really sure what they want to do or maybe there are some skills that, that they could use some support on learning more about, Priots are always a good way. Priots are happening already in schools and even more so in schools with YTP, but if there is extra support needed, you can always reach out to the Priots team at Vocational Rehabilitation. And their email address is pre.ets at dhsoha.state.or.us. Um, Josh, before we move on, can we just hear a little bit more from students about what they liked about this event? Tell me, what's the best thing that you've seen this today so far? A lot of people I have not met yet. Writing stuff on rocks. A lot of job opportunities. I love it. I am right now just double checking. We're trying to balance out the tables with all the different community representatives. And we have some last minute RSVPs and some, you know, people get sick. So we're just trying to organize that and have it ready for a smooth way for people to get in, get their food, and sit down and start participating. That was just Chris Knowles from the University of Oregon, and she is organizing tables for a community conversation event. What's a community conversation event? Community conversation event is a group of stakeholders who are talking about making changes in the community. In this case, the community conversations was centering around improving employment options for people who experience disability. So it's a whole bunch of different professionals that are all sitting down to make big changes in their own community. That's awesome. Isn't it? And what did you guys hope to get out of the event? Well, let's hear from some of the people who organize this event. I am interested in hearing what people have to say. I know we've been planning this for a while and figuring out some of the questions, but I'm sort of curious to know where the conversation will, will turn and what the outcomes will be. And I'm interested to see what um, momentum we can get from this event for the, for the future events. What I'm most excited about is to see the impact, hopefully, that this event will make. And to know that we've done it, and tonight's the night is just a really incredible feeling. It sounds like there were some really hopeful expectations for the, the conversations that were going to be had at this. You guys put a lot of hard work into this event. We met 
every other week for a couple of months to put on this event. And it was the first time we tried something like this in Lane County. And the idea that this was a pilot. So we, we invited about 36 people and with the hope of in the future having a much larger event. One of the things I'm most proud of of being a part of is, is we, put, we put our money where our mouth is, literally. What do you mean put your money where your mouth is? We hired a group of students to cater to the event. So we had, a, we had a lead chef who actually was a graduate of a local transition program, and he has worked in the food industry as, as, as one of his post-secondary goals. So he was the lead chef, and he had two other, other individuals that were working with him to um, cater to the event, and he made tacos that were just amazing. Let's go to the kitchen, Josh. Calvin, tell me about what you're doing. I am cooking, or I'm heating up quesadillas. They're warm. Oh, fantastic. There's nothing much to it. Just heating them up. Walking through the process. Heat them up until there's bubbles on top of the tortillas, and then you flip them until they become a nice golden color. So after dinner, that's when people started talking. Right, and then they invite seniors to come looking for work in and invited them in. I mean, it would be like a win-win. That is a lot of people talking. Who was in the room? We had employers who have not hired somebody that experiences a disability. We had employers who have hired somebody that experiences a disability. We had schools and agency personnel. We had parent, caregivers, and we had self-advocates. So all of the people were at the table to really make this larger change in their community. You said these were structured conversations. What kind of questions did you ask them to talk about? We asked tables to discuss two questions. The first question was, what can we do as a community to improve employment outcomes for people that experience disability? And the second question was, what can we do to get more employers in the room to have conversations like these? So with this diverse group of people, what did you guys come up with? I'm just going to summarize some of the results. There's a lot here. Educating employers about the benefits of hiring an individual that experiences a disability and resources available to support them. I think the idea of having more people bring video resumes was super exciting. I love video resumes. Improving transportation and providing more convenient resource fares like ride shares because transportation often becomes a big barrier. Also the idea of education around job coaching and having a job coach to help support and what that means to a business and how that could be a benefit for the individual. It sounds like you guys have a really great foundation for for future conversations and and these types of events I mean, anybody in the state could have one of these events if they connect with their their TNF or a TTAN member in their region. Isn't that right? Absolutely. The TNF and TTAN was just one part of it. The planning process involved a lot of community members, including folks from the University of Oregon and Cognitopia and the Arkelane County. If you find people in your region that are interested, you guys can form a committee and really... Do it yourselves, and the T-Tan will be there to support you along the way. Okay, I'm really excited about this next one. This next thing that we're going to talk about today is the Student Summit, the first annual Student Summit that we held in Hood River. 
The T-TAN all got together. We got students from across the state. We had them come to this amazing hotel and we put on a conference for students all around getting ready for work and work preparedness. You are all pioneers. And you're the first group that's ever done this, which is pretty exciting. And what I want to have to do, yes, give yourself a round of applause. And what is your name and where do you go to school? Hi, I'm Elsa Huerta and I go to the David Douglas Transitioning Program. And Elsa, you were at the Student Summit. What do you think about it so far? I really like it. I really enjoy just having this wonderful view out here. And have you learned anything new? I have learned new skills and just trying to learn how to be... You're going to have to edit It's okay, out. go ahead. So I have learned to prepare myself for job interviews thanks to mock interviews. And uh, what's something that you really liked about the conference? What I really liked about the conference is I got to meet up to new schools, new people, and try new experiences like swimming after dark and eating great food like ribs I never thought I ever ate before like a rich person. And do you have any advice that you'd like to give trans other transition students across the state? I would give like Yes, I agree. Sometimes it can be boring and annoying, like, but just go there because it will help you out. Trust me. I've been in your place, like, I don't want to come here, but it's worth it because you get something out of it. Okay, and um, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Bring anime characters to life. Hashtag anime for life. Sounds like Elsa had a great experience in Hood River at the Student Summit. What, what happened to the Student Summit? Well, obviously, they ate a lot of ribs and um, did some late-night swimming. But beyond that, they actually... I have to say, the ribs were phenomenal. I did not participate in late-night swimming, but I have to say, I ate a lot of ribs. <laughs> I, can, I can attest to that. Yes, you did. Um... No, they actually went to a whole bunch of different types of breakout sessions around um, interview skills, around how to greet someone and how to uh, present yourself uh, professionally. They did some self-advocacy courses. They um, used this great platform, Cognitopia, where they were able to really find a unique way to electronically express themselves. It was just phenomenal to, to, to see them all grow. And then at the end of it, they all got to participate in mock interviews with actual employers that volunteer their time in the communities. They also went on industry tours, which was pretty great. And they got to see what happens in the kitchen and what happens in the housekeeping and what happens in the catering. Heard the employer's stories. And you know what really struck me about the industry tours part yeah. of it? All the people who worked in the hotel, their jobs are matched to their preferences, interests, needs, and strengths. Their pens. They're, the chef was talking about how much he loved food. The accountant was was talking about how she always liked working in an office and doing math. So we were able to give them this experience, and Josh and I were there the entire time to ask these students what they were learning while it was going on. Yeah, I've learned how to 
have a good handshake, how to introduce yourself when you're going to a job interview, and how not to stutter when in, when in an interview. What's your favorite thing so far? Um, probably the food. The food? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you met anybody new? Yes, I have. Okay. And have you learned anything new? Yes, I have. What have you learned? Um, I learned more about body language. Fantastic! I love it. I love the. Um, I love meeting new people, new friends. Everybody is real nice. All the staff members are real nice. And have you learned anything new? Uh, yeah, I have. I've learned where all the places are in the hotel so far. Uh, I went on the scavenger hunt and learned different where different things are. So it's really, it's really fun. Right? Yes. What do you think of it so far? It's amazing, it's a blast, and um, good vibes. And have you learned anything new? Um, leave, leave problems at home and think of now. Leave problems at home, that's a pretty deep one, good for you, okay. Well, I've learned that I should be more self-oriented, like, I, what I mean by self-oriented is I should, there's certain, I should try to do a little bit more for myself and talk to other people about doing it. And um, what's your favorite thing so far? Maybe the chicken we had for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, no, I appreciate the honesty. You just attended the student summit. How was it? It was awesome. <laughs> I, I was so, um, I've had a, met a, a lot of new people here and there's just, it's such a positive environment. It's really nice. What do you think is the most important thing that you learned or the more, most important thing that happened this weekend? The most important thing, well, I think like during the mock interviews, I kind of, I was not nervous and I kind of realized, man, this is gonna be, I can do this, you know, that I can do this. You know, that was the most important thing, I guess. So you got a lot of confidence. Yes, <laughs> a lot of confidence gained from this experience. That's fantastic. Well, what what job did you interview for when you were doing your mock interviews? Um, I was interviewing for the front desk or the receptionist job because um, I feel like I am a great communicator and I think that would fit my skill set. I'm pretty good at that. Uh, very nice. You found a job that matched your preferences, interests, needs, and strengths. There's a lot of job, uh, jobs that I'd be that matches my <laughs> preference. I guess um, interests and strengths because I guess I'm just I'm really flexible and I got a lot of skills. So uh, I love the confidence. Well, fantastic! I'm so glad that you had a good experience at the student summit. Thank you so much for coming. And thank you. <laughs> awesome. I'm Kate Barker and I'm from Redmond School District and I'm one of the teachers and case managers in the school district transition program. It wasn't only the students who benefited from attending this amazing event. Here's friend of the pod Chris Rita and Donna Lowry interviewing two school staff who also attended. 
So um, we're here at the Student Summit, the first annual Student Summit pilot, 2019. And I just wanted to find out what are some of your highlights? What do you think went well? What do you, what do you think? How do you think this all went? I feel like this has been a great opportunity for our students. We brought six students with us, ages 18 to 21, um, for I believe all six of them. It's their first time uh, in Hood River. Um, some of them it's their first time at a conference. Some of them it's their first time away from their parents. Some of them it's their first time staying in a hotel and getting to register themselves and getting to do the whole banquet style dinner, meet new friends, and then the opportunities that have been provided for uh, communication, self-advocacy, um, Cognitopia, and that has just been awesome. And then watching them today dress for success and be ready for their mock interviews. One of our students we know is going to interview next week with Redmond School District and feel like this has really prepared him Great. for that experience. Yep. Great so preparation. Lots of firsts and just has been a wonderful experience. What has been your students' overall experience um, for the week here in Hood River? The experience for these students has been just phenomenal this week. These kids have um, gained so much knowledge about themselves. They've gained um, experience on being in it for them, being in a bigger town, meeting a lot of people from all over Oregon. And um, one of the best things I've found about it is these students, some of mine in particular, are within a group of their own peers with the same, what would, I don't know, abilities. And they're the cool kids this time. And it's just, it's been a fantastic experience watching them interact with all the other students. They, they don't have any inhibitions. They're not embarrassed. They're not afraid to, to just mingle and just be teenagers. And I really see a lot of growth from that. Can we say one, two, three, summit one more time? One, two, three. Summit. Can you say it louder? Can you? I want to. We got. We have to wake up everybody who's sleeping. Yes. One, two, three. Summit. The student summit was three days long, but the lessons shouldn't end in Hood River. The lessons need to continue. Well, and that's the whole point of the Student Summit, is that it is the foundation to build upon. These students, just like every student across Oregon, should have every possibility given to them when thinking about what they want to do with their future. And this is really just one more way to get them started thinking. We hope that they continue to practice their self-advocacy skills, their interview skills, keep inputting their pins on their Cognitopia profile, and keep having that curiosity that can fuel your dreams. I'm excited that we've been able to share a little bit about what we do in a month in the T-TAN. We've had some really great events at the beginning of the school year, and I'm really looking forward to sharing even more things with you as the season continues. We're very excited for season two of the Oregon Transition Podcast. We're going to be talking about topics such as transportation, 
providers that can also help support transitions. We're going to talk about the seamless transition process. And also all types of trainings that are available in your region. So keep listening. And peace out, pod people. The Oregon Transition Podcast is brought to you by the T-Team, the Transition Technical Assistance Network, with support from Vocational Rehabilitation and Oregon Department of Education. All views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong to the individuals, not necessarily their supporting agency. The Oregon Transition Podcast is produced by Nicole Perdue, Josh Barber, Tony DePeel, and the podfather himself, Lon Thornburg. With additional interviews provided by members of the TTAM. Our theme music is composed by former transition student Boone Richter out of Brownsville, Oregon. Additional music provided by Lon Thornburg. For questions, comments, or episode ideas, please email us at OregonTransitionPodcast at gmail.com. And for all the latest OTP news, connect with us on Facebook. That's the sound of a bingo wheel being turned. G58. G58. Come on! What did I do at the student summit? G50.